welcome back to Wake of Whispers, episode 10, 11, 12? 11. 11. Alright. thought that was your job, to keep track. You're the boss, you're supposed <laughs> to do that. And it's a lot of numbers, man. I, I don't know. 11 is two. Just two start numbers. from the beginning. We, we, uh, we <laughs> all get some letters in the mail, and we're supposed to go to Raven Grow. Oof, I'm into okay. it. Okay. I would have changed a bunch of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> you just do like an hour-long recap? <laughs> like from the beginning? Is it we a all bottle have episode? It's a bottle episode. Well, when we last left off, the party had just walked in to the town of Cortaud. I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> Oh, yeah? What's it called, Wesley? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you read it off the map, John? I asked you first. <laughs> yeah, bring us to the map. I don't see I don't see the town name. Oh, that's how it's spelled. Contoud. These guys. There's not a single map that I give these guys that doesn't just get smothered in genitalia immediately. There's not a single genital on here. <laughs> I think. I mean... Nope. No genitals. I mean, what, what about the name of the town? Those are words. Those are words, John. What's your name, by the way? <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your uh, Discord name, John? <laughs> John, John Atelia. It's all over the place. It's on a single map you don't put out that there's not John Atelia all over. But that's my own. I mean, I don't want to oh, so- get covered in all of your genitalia. Yeah, you do. Don't lie. Oh, it's only okay to put your genitalia on the board? We, we Only you're allowed to put your junk on the board? That's fine. I don't put it on the board. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Just on your friends list. One <laughs> veiny, triumphant-looking motherfucking dick all over the place. Here we go. All right. All right, get that shit out of here. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Draw them faster oh. than you can erase them. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 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 All right. Some right, people's children. <laughs> well, on the way here from Tamravena, you guys got in a little tussle with some orcs. And in the process of that tussle, you realized that it was many different clans that were working together, which is a little odd. And after interrogating one of them, and not getting a whole lot out of them, except for vague threats of uh, death and destruction, you tied him to a tree and left him to die. Basically murder. Uh, you then traveled for another day, and got to the small town of Cortaud. The sun is getting low in the sky as you rolled into town. Uh, it's about 5.30 p.m. maybe. You see a lot of businesses are starting to close up shop. And as you roll into the town square and see the Married Caterpillar Inn, uh, you also notice that in the center of the town square, which is actually a circle, there are two large wells. That are what? I remember there's some weird shit going on here. Uh, the well on the left 
looks like it's frequently used and it's nice white stone it's got the wooden contraption on the top to lower the bucket down uh, pretty standard stuff the other well is a little darker and dirtier and has a large iron slab sealing it shut with a web of old corroded chains holding it down yep nothing ominous about that um shall we find <laughs> a uh uh shall we find it in there's gotta be one around here how about that big red building uh to our left looks like an inn yeah sleeping on a bed would be nice Kendra says, yes, I, I 100% agree. I'd love to sleep in a bed. It's been so long. Would you would you all mind, uh, I have a little PTSD from the last time we went into a town. Uh, would you just go judge the racism factor of this town and uh, <laughs> maybe see if they would allow a half-orc to uh, potentially spend a night in their establishment? That would be uh, very... Very nice. I don't want to have to sleep out in the barn. So, Flora has come through here on her way south to Ravengrove. Yes, I did. And she probably <laughs> would have noted that, uh, yeah, much unlike Tamravena, the most of the people here were generally pretty nice. Okay. And Flora, you would probably remember the sweet old married couple that ran the married caterpillar here in the town square. The married caterpillar? Is that what it's called? Yep. The married caterpillar. The married caterpillar. Um, I wouldn't worry about it, Ozil. This place was much more welcoming than Tamravena. She'll march right in. Hot damn, uh... Been looking for a strong cup of mead. Maybe some warm mead. That might warm my warm my old bones. You said I would remember the owners of this place? That's right. So this is where I stayed last time. Uh, yeah, let's say that. If Sure. If that's alright with you. Let's say that. Uh what were their names? God damn you're gonna make me do it again, really, after what I did mm-hmm. to you last time? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I was a big fan of that. <sighs> Fuck, I wasn't prepared for that. Sure. Uh, her name was um, Petunia. And his name was um, Wally. <laughs> but what's her last name? Um, <laughs> Dursley. Petunia and Wally Dursley? Ugh. Yep, there you go. Set him up for failure. Are they going to make me live under the stairs? <laughs> yeah, that's where the, the best room is, is under the stairs. <laughs> Petunia and Wally Dursley. Love it. <laughs> yep, you remember them. They were pretty nice. Great. It is pretty quiet. There's not a whole lot of people out as the sun is getting ready to set. You see a lamplighter down one of the roads, starting to light lamps. Uh, to the end. Storm, I can we uh, deal with the wagons and horses? And mm-hmm. Kendra, everybody else, uh, maybe 
see if we can secure a couple of rooms. Let's, uh, get away from that fucking well. We've seen that before. Yeah, let's ask, uh, let's ask Wally what's up with the well. Right on. Um, everybody give me a will save real quick. Oh, huh? no. Just for fun. A will save. Just All for right. fun. Will. Shit. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. <laughs> oh, God. I can find my dice. That'll Mine's work. a ten. And that was with a natural three on the dice. Also a 10? Not good. Sorry, I'm getting my character sheet open. Forgot to do that. So 12 unless it's any kind of enchantment effect, and it's 14. Oh, I got a 17 for Flora. Do you want me to roll for Daisy? Uh, Yeah, let's have one. Okay. Uh, Daisy got a 3. Okay. That's a damn good dog you got there. Yep. Okay. Just checking. Just for fun. You know. Hmm. You are headed to the inn? Yes. Alright, so you guys walk across the square and head into the married caterpillar. It's fairly quiet inside. There's people sitting and drinking, and you see Petunia and Wally uh, sitting behind the bar. There are several humans sitting at a table, quietly drinking, as well as a dwarf man and a gnome man sitting at the bar. Um, I assume we were able to uh, secure the horses and the wagons in some place that was uh, reasonable and, uh, you know, not just leaving them in the street, right? Well, that's a good point. Uh, well, there is a place to tie up horses right outside of the inn here. But is there like a husbandry we can take care of all this stuff at? I assume. Hand wave it. Or walk in and ask Wally. Or is there valet parking? <laughs> is there valet? <laughs> hey, you want to take care of those Calistogas outside? Oh, okay. Flora, go in and ask him where we parked the Calistogas. Okay. Is it busy? There's only a couple people there, you said? Yeah, there's about four people in here drinking. Okay. Uh, so she'll approach the bar and kind of, uh, you know, climb into a chair. Try to make eye contact. Okay. Yeah, you go up to the bar, and it doesn't take long for Petunia to stop talking to her husband and come check on you. She says, oh, welcome to the Caterpillar, love. What can I get for you? Uh, well, we are looking for a room to stay in, and well, it's a few rooms, and also somewhere for our horses and wagons. Well, of course, we've got some rooms. We've got uh, 
three or four rooms available now, and uh, there's uh, some stables across the way. They'll take your horses in and watch your wagons for you. Perfect. And if you're staying the night, oh, my husband Wally makes a mean breakfast. You'll love it. Pulls out all the stops. Spares no expense. Great, yeah. Um, I, I believe we will take a few rooms, but let me get my horses taken care of. She'll go inform the men. Thanks. So we want to, like, secure the rooms and maybe unload some of our valuables up into the rooms before we stash the wagon on the horses? <laughs> yes. Can we move we this that. trunk up into my... up in this room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can totally do that. I mean, with Kendra's, like, 15 trunks of clothes and things, I don't think they'll notice one more. Yeah. <laughs> can we, we do, move 15 we trunks into these rooms? <laughs> <laughs> How much is it for a room? It'd be eight silver per room, and uh, there's two beds in each room. Great. Is anyone staying with the carts tonight? Are we doing what we did in, um... What was that first little town? That was just like a roadhouse. This is like a whole town. Okay. Um, yeah. I would stay in a bed if it was possible, but if, if no one will stay with the carts, I will sleep with the carts. Uh, maybe, <laughs> I don't want to take shifts either, but can we hire extra security? Uh, well, we've got that alarm rock. Yeah, it's fair enough. If we park the carts close enough to the thing, the alarm rock will go off, I assume. Right? Yeah, I mean, we can put the alarm rock on one of the wagons, and then if somebody touches the wagon without saying the command word, it makes, like, a loud piercing noise that I think can be heard up for, like, a mile away or something like that. At least a couple hundred feet. Yeah. We do that. We do that. And then you can just sleep there. And be there. I mean, I imagine the, the stable has, like, probably like a night watch or something make sure people aren't stealing horses and whatnot. Exactly. Like, we're not out in the woods anymore. Yeah, Kick him some extra gold. Jerk him off a little bit. <laughs> you know, whatever works. <laughs> so yeah, up to, up to a quarter mile away, it can be heard. Okay. We do that. Yeah, we do. Alright, so if you head over to the stables, there is someone still tending shop there. He will take your horses, and if you, and if you throw him a little bit extra, he'll put his son on the job of watching your belongings Perfect. through the night. Those are the two main parts of the job. <laughs> As you're out in the town square, you see the lamplighter is making his way further down the roads, reaching his long pole up to light the lamps, and moving on. Hey, what's the deal with that well? She asks whoever's tending the bar. Who is tending the bar, Jean? Petunia is tending the bar. Uh, she's a little bit older. She's about maybe in her 50s. Uh, but she's got a decent amount of muscle on her. She looks like she's uh, a tough lady who works hard, uh, but with a kind demeanor. Road hard, put away wet. <laughs> human? Yes, she is human. What about Wally? Is he there? Yes, Wally is there. Uh, he's just kind of cleaning up while Petunia tends bar. He's a portly fellow, bald and rosy cheeks and big red nose and a bushy mustache. Lovely. Well, legends say that uh, ages ago a piece of the night sky fell down from the heavens and it 
was uh, locked up down there. Uh, to be perfectly honest, though, it's always just kind of been locked up like that, as long as I can remember anyways. I've not known anyone to really tamper with it or talk much about it. What? Oh, piece of the... okay. Interesting. Aye, a piece of the night sky. Who's to say what that really means, eh? Hmm. Yeah. Is it some sort of stone from the stars? Some kind of meteorite? Some kind of star stone? Maybe star stone type deal? What the hell's a star stone? Stormak is there, but he's not really participating. He looks unsmiling, uncharacteristically frowning. He's got a bit of a fever. Starting to worry me, Stormak. You're looking a little pale. Hmm. You've not shaken that fever for for many days. Uh, perhaps we should take you to uh, somebody with powers greater than I. I'd, I'm, I'm not sure I can do much more for you uh, other than heal the damage that this ailment is providing you. Bequeathing. Thank you, Ozil. Uh, thank you. I... Perhaps, perhaps I deserve it. <laughs> you deserve nothing from the undead. Phrasma will see it so. But how do you feel? <laughs> I feel fine, Ozil. Thank you for your kindness. Fair enough. Tomorrow, we will get this cured for sure. We are no longer out in the woods, and we can... We are in a place that we can absolutely take care of this. We shall see it. See it through. It is uncharacteristic of your smile that I miss so much. I mean, it's still early evening, right? Yeah, I'll say it's about 6.30 p.m. It's, it, we're still like springtime, right? So it's not like it's, it's starting to get dark. I mean, quite possibly not unreasonable for a, a temple to be open after dark. Like a, an evening service or what have you. Petunia, is there a nearby uh, potion shop or a temple that we could get to easily from here? Oh, well, there is the old church, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anyone is up there. Yeah, potions. I there There is a place... Like that, I think. Um, and she looks like she's like thinking really hard about this, like racking her brain. A, a potion shop? Yeah, po- po- potion shop. Um, it's with um, um, and and she looks like she's like thinking really hard, and she has like this confused look on her face. She looks around for a second confused and then just kind of walks off. Well, that was weird. Um what what does everybody else in the in the bar look like? Do they look as as like drifty and weird? Or I mean, the bar is fairly quiet. Uh, there's a table with several humans, uh, two guys and a girl. And a pizza place? Yeah. I mean, they're pretty quiet. Uh, there's another table with three men and a baby. 
But yeah, the, the humans there are quietly drinking. They're not saying much to each other. Sid will look at Flora kind of questioningly. Is, is she always this spacey? Was she this spacey last time I came through? Not that you had noticed, no. I don't... I don't think so. She'll kind of share the concerned look and turn and look around at the bar and try to gauge the rest of everybody. Well, the gnome and the dwarf are sitting at the bar and it looks like they are laughing and drinking and you know making fairly lively conversation with each other, although they're not making a huge ruckus or anything. And the humans at the table, they don't look like they're spacing out or hypnotized or anything. They're just quietly drinking. Can I... Would a sense motive be appropriate on her? What are you trying to figure out? I was looking for a potion shop and she didn't answer me. <laughs> like, is something wrong with her? Or, like, what, what would be the correct thing to roll? I mean, sure, yeah, you can roll a sense motive uh, to see if you pick up on anything. Yeah, you might be able to discern, like, if she was actually just, like, distracted, she was worried about something, or if she was, like, intentionally hiding information from you. Okay. Well, that's not going to do shit. That's 12. With a 12? Uh, yeah. It seems like... She was just really trying to remember, but couldn't remember what she was going to tell you. Um, as far as her walking off, uh, you're not sure what was up with that. She was acting a little weird in that sense, but it doesn't seem like she was lying. Hmm. That was weird, right? Humans don't usually do that, <laughs> she says to Citric. <laughs> I, uh, I've never really been a scholar on human psychology but it seemed a little strange to me. Alright. Perhaps you just had a really long day today, Kendra says. Yeah. I know Kendra's voice. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, I'll, I'll shrug it off if you'll shrug it off. That's fine. Those, those two seem friendly. Maybe they'll help you out. Points at the two guys at the bar. Why don't you go try to make a friend, Cedriel? Why don't you go try to make a friend, Sandra? That's what you sound like, Flora. Ouch. <laughs> Double burn. Double burn. We're going to get to a brother-sister relationship whether you like it or not. <laughs> so what does everybody do? Um, you paid for some rooms, but it's still fairly early. You've got a little bit of daylight left, although a lot of businesses were closing up. Yeah, I'm... I'm I guess willing to go look for a shop if I don't have to go alone. Or we could just wait till the morning. I'm fine with whatever. I'll go for a walk with you, Flora. Uh, Sid will try his hand at talking to the guys at the bar. Do it. I kind of just like walk up like behind them, kind of like in between the two of them. Like maybe like two or three feet back and use me. Excuse me. Holy fuck, he's doing it. <laughs> We're watching with our, our drinks and big-ass smiles. Like, oh fuck, I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> uh, they both stop drinking and laughing, and they put their beers down, and they uh. turn around and look at you. They both kind of just stare at you for a second, until finally the dwarf breaks the awkward silence. 
He says, Well met, lad. How the hell are ya? Hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, so, sorry sorry to, to bother you, but um, we were just passing through town, and, um, well, the bartender just kind of wandered off. I was wondering if you could tell us about maybe the points of interest, shops, uh, maybe like a place of worship around here? I, I think I saw a church up road. Didn't have no reason to stop there, though. And there's a, a number of shops right out there in the town square. Not sure if they're still open, but you should be able to find anything you like. There's a blacksmith up the road to the north as well. Oh, well, uh, just out of curiosity, did you happen to notice any shops that maybe dealt in, like, the magical arts? Potions, specifically? Aye, I think I saw a sign for some sort of alchemy shop just out there in the turn square. Should be a bit hard to find. So, like, in the square, down the road... <laughs> oh my god, Sidriel. <laughs> they both kind of just continue drinking. There's... Okay. Alright, thank you. Sorry to bother you. Ah, no trouble at all. And then he'll just slink away. What a nice lad he was, they say as you walk away. When you when you come back, Flora pats you on the back. Good job. <laughs> so apparently there is... That was really good, Sigil. I, uh, it was great. Way to, way to break out of that shell. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy. Kudos. You barely stuttered at all. Yeah, no, the patronizing makes it way more <laughs> likely to happen again in the future. <laughs> This is not fucking patronizing. This this is this is like this is support. Legitimate uh, character development. I mean, I I see this going four books at least. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you're just completely blushing at this point. But I the I uh, I guess there's a potion shop, and then he just like broadly gestures out the door that way. <laughs> We know what a potion shop looks like. We can find it. Great. It's just good to know there is one. Ugh. Well, we said an alchemy shop, so, I mean, I guess it depends on the quality of the alchemist. Could just be mud and cat turds. Stomach, you are really not looking so good. Are you okay? You're looking so pale. We have our rooms ready. He's just standing there. I... I can, yes, I can escort you. Uh, here's key number three. Uh, I've, yes, let me take you up there. Oh, <laughs> you need a hand? He drags himself up there on his own. Uh, oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye on him. Probably a good idea. Why don't you guys go try to find one more of those remove disease if we can, or... Whatever they can recommend uh, over at the apothecary. Um, we do have one, though, right? Still in the bag? Maybe you should uh, take that with you. Ah, uh, yes. A uh, little bit of IB broken is uh, the way to go. <laughs> IB broken. <laughs> okay, so if there's still some sunlight, I'll go uh, scope out the shop, see if it's there. See if it's easy to find. So when he takes the potion, is it like a caster level check? Is it a saving throw? Like, what is the... I believe it's a caster level check. With a plus five from okay. the potion. I was just trying to see if it's something I could uh, 
give a bonus to or not, but that is not on the list of things I can give a bonus to. Alright, well if we're gonna go looking for uh, magic shops, I'm gonna fire up the old detect magic, see if we can suss it out that way. Evening walk. <laughs> Just evening walk with Sidriel waving his hands around. Like, <laughs> oh, there's magic in that house. I only have to wave my hands around the first time, and then it just stays on. <laughs> oh, there's magic in that house. Oh, there's magic in this house. Ooh, a lot of magic. <laughs> Concentration, in that house. it's fine. Yeah. You're a magical peeping Tom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> magical peeping Tom. <laughs> That's pretty good. That one has magic, but only in the basement. We're not going over there. That's where everybody keeps the best magic. <laughs> basement and in a windowless cart. <laughs> where are Old River and Daisy at the moment? Uh, Daisy, I keep Daisy with me. I, I think Old River follows Stormac around. Yeah, Old River probably followed Stormac yeah. up to his room probably giving him extra attention too because he can tell that Stormek's not feeling too hot. Something's wrong. Yeah, Stormek's not giving him the normal attention that he's used to. He's poking his little wet nose on your hand and following you up the stairs. His tail's not wagging. So yeah, are we gonna try and get that removed disease potion down Stormek's gullet or what? Yeah, I mean, can we do that more than once a day? Because was today, was this morning the first one? Or was that yesterday? I don't think there's a limit to per day. How many potions you can drink? Do it. Yeah, I mean, do it. What do you think, Ryan? What do you think we should do? We gotta get rid of this thing. Well, yeah, you got the potion from them or from the bag where we keep our stuff and, and you brought it up the stairs with you for Stormac. Here, I'll go ahead and roll a d20 plus 5. And that's an 11. Six on the die for an 11. Yikes. God. Oof. I mean, we should probably stock up on a fair number of these anyway. <laughs> yeah, if this is what we're going to be facing. In addition to how, however many it's going to take to cure Stormac. Okay. Stormac, drink this. Uh, might taste like garlic and a little bit of feet, but <laughs> it'll probably make you feel better. He's just sitting on the side of the bed. He drank the first one. You're handing him something else? No, uh, that was the garlic and feet. Um, did it make you feel any better? He just drops the bottle to the ground and just says, I don't know if anything will ever make me feel better. No. Oh. Uh, apathetic Stormac is literally my f- least favorite character. Actually, <laughs> it's my most favorite character. But... Uh, I, uh, what can I do to make you feel better, Stormac? Please. Do full orcs worship gods? Absolutely. What god do you think that man worshipped? Uh, full orcs usually... Okay, give me one second. Uh, (laughs) Gorum, probably. (laughs) Yeah, Yes, of course, Stormak. Uh, full orcs usually worship the god Gorum. I wonder what that orc's name was. I wonder too. Oh, so he's not hes not just sick. He's also sad because he killed his first sentient thing. Oh no. That's not something we can potion away. 
Uh, I think there's like a erase thoughts or erase <laughs> memories. You guys aren't there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Get out of here. Ozil, do you think he had a family? Yes, I'm I'm sure he probably did, Stomach. It's hard to take a life, Stomach, and I apologize that you had to do that, but at the end of the day, it's uh, it seems like it was the only course of action. Orcs by nature somewhat a little bit violent, and they really would have killed you without any thought of what god that you worshipped or any family that you had. I don't think I had to kill him. There was one we didn't kill. Yes. By virtue, you are 100% correct. It's not that we had to kill them, that we did. I'm sorry, my brother. But... Desperate times call for somewhat undesperate measures. I didn't need to do that, Ozil. How could I have done that? It's... I understand that it is not necessarily in your nature. But sometimes... You have to do that. Sometimes the taking of a life necessitates you surviving and that of your companions. Think of... think of Kendra. Think of Sidriel. Think of... think of... Think of me. He nods, but his head doesn't come back up. He just kind of hangs his head. If there's any solace that I can give you, it's that it somewhat gets easier over time. I've taken many a life. I've seen many a life taken. It is not that it is a necessity in and of taking a life. It's that it is a necessity of the situation. Thank you, Ozil. Let me... let me pray. If you don't mind, I will say a few prayers for you. Let me... do you mind if I tuck you in? Give you a little (laughs) tuck-tuck over here and... Can I... can I pull the blank... up? Wait... I... It's... it's a little bit difficult. Lay... lay down a little bit. Let me... let me tuck you in here. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Do you feel better? <laughs> Awkward, Grandpa. Thank you. And I shall pray. Uh, Ozil says a silent prayer. If Stormak will allow him to tuck him in, because uh, I assume that you uh, don't look super great, but uh, I don't want to, you know, tell you how you look, but uh, tuck him in a little bit. And uh, I think that we had double rooms, right? So maybe Ozil and Stormak bunk up together? Yeah, Stormak has all of his gear on him, so he drops all that and uh, rolls over into the bed and passes out. Ozil will pull out his uh, Phrasma for Dummies, um, read a little bit about it, uh, keep a small candle light going, and write another letter as he is uh, watching over Stormak in our rooms. Spilling out from Stormak's backpack of stuff is a stack of new stationery with calligraphy 
<laughs> on the bottom that says Father Ozel. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just falling falling out of the backpack. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, stomach. Is this uh is this for me? <laughs> he is unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Cutting back over to the other folks. <laughs> We're peering in windows. All right, we'll cut from there to Sidriel, Flora, and Kendra. And Daisy, do you bring Daisy with you? or? Yeah. And you're looking for an alchemy shop. Mm-hmm. Now, when you first came into town, you notice a lot of shops closing up as it's getting late. And when you come out of the, into the town square now... You notice all the lamps are lit, and the sun is starting to disappear. It's sort of a twilight time. And if you scan around, you do see right across the square, actually not far from the stable, is a sign with a little beaker on it that kind of looks like it might be the alchemy shop he was talking about. Oh, perfect. I'll go peer in that window, just to be creepy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a little looky-loo myself. Yeah, as you get a little closer, you see the sign says, The Phony Orb. The Phony Orb. When you get a little closer, uh, you can see inside through the front windows that it does look like an alchemy shop, but it does not appear that anyone is inside, as far as you can tell. However, the front door is swinging open in the wind. There's no lights on inside, but the door is open? Oh no. Flora mutters to herself. <laughs> Pick it up any magic from in there? Correct. The lights are off, it would seem. And yes, you do detect a number of magical auras, uh, as you might expect from a shop that sells magical goods. Well, I mean, when Mom runs the shop back home, she's oftentimes in the back working on something, but the shop's still open. I mean, the door's open. Flora will go over and kind of nudge the door open a little more and be like, hello? There is no answer. You hear the breeze and the creaking of the front door. Back and forth. Mm. Bet you wish you had, I had my old chair right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she looks back at Sid and Kendra with a worried look on her face. Kendra just kind of puts her hands up and shrugs. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just a very secure town and people leave their doors unlocked. Probably safe to completely let our guard down. Hmm. She sort of sets her shoulders and walks in. Alright. Hello? Anybody here? You open the door and go inside. And yeah, it seems like a fairly normal, well-stocked alchemy shop. Uh, there's lots of herbs and reagents. Uh, there's a couple shelves with some potions. And um, you can see more stuff behind the counter in the kind of back area of the store. However, there's not a peep. No answer to you calling or no other noise that you can hear. She continues talking. <laughs> Your door was open. Uh, 
Are, are you open? Is anyone here to sell me things? Is there a bell on the counter? Sure. I want to ring the bell. You ring the bell, ring, ring, and no response. It's quiet. Other than the breeze knocking the door back and forth, it's dead quiet. Hmm. Emphasis on the dead. Right? <laughs> well, I, I suppose that means they're closed. Would your mom ever leave her alchemy shop unlocked? I mean, she's definitely done it before, but not on purpose. I'm gonna peek around the counter, see if there's anybody on the floor. Okay. You do not see a body on the floor. Okay. <laughs> but give me some perception checks. Okay. Not great. Uh, that's nine. <laughs> Is that perception from all of us or just from Flora? Uh, let's say all of you. I rolled for Kendra, too. It's a 16 for Sid. So, Sidriel and Kendra both notice that off in the back, a little ways behind the counter, there does seem to be a bunch of stuff knocked off of shelves, and there's broken glass on the ground, looks like some potions spilled onto the floor, and maybe some herbs and, and whatnot laying around. Zoinks! <laughs> Like leading to like a back room or anything, or like what's what else is back there? Is it just the wall, back wall of the shop? Uh, there is a doorway uh, in the back of that area behind the counter, and it, from where you are, it looks like it leads to like a small storage room of some kind in the back. Well, do we stick our nose where it doesn't belong, or do you think we should get back to the inn? The floor didn't see the glass. She's still bewildered. She's like, um, well, I'm a little concerned about the people that own the place. I mean, there was definitely some kind of disturbance here. Hello? <laughs> Maybe we should, uh, I mean, a town this size, I would imagine, have some kind of guard or something. Maybe we should alert them? Yeah, let's do that. I don't know. My sense of good is trying to wander back further deep into the house, but I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> My sense of wanting potions is able to start stuffing everything into our bags. Well, that's not the right thing to do, Sidriel. <laughs> I mean, Sidriel would it? never. I'm not there. You're not there. I've played CRPGs before. You just grab everything that doesn't nail down. As long as someone's not looking, yeah. Uh, John, when I hold my hand over the items, is there like a, a red X over it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Does red X mean you can't take it? I, I guess it's like, does my hand turn red, like to indicate that I'm stealing? Oh, yeah. Or is it just like, you know, oh, this is, you're allowed to loot this. Go ahead. Everybody here is already dead. <laughs> I don't think I want to tell you the answer to that. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I did cast Metasite as a cantrip. <laughs> Metasite. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, we'll, uh, I guess we'll go look for a guard. Okay. Uh, after looting the place? Robbing them blind? No. 
<laughs> before looting the place. Because if we already told them that, that we reported the crime, if we come back later, they're not going to suspect us. We're the good Samaritans. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Prior to, but not mutually exclusive of looting the place. It's like you've never been a murder hobo before. <laughs> All right. So you guys choose not to steal anything. You're good people, probably, maybe. And you head out to find the guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you come out, it's uh, pretty much dark. Uh, there's not really anyone outside. Uh, there's the kid watching our carts at the stables right across the road, right? There is that kid, yes. Yeah, let's ask him. He, I assume he lives here. Uh, yeah, you can go ask him, and he will easily be able to give you directions to the guard. Great. We do that. It takes about five, ten minutes uh, to get over to where he told you to go to find the guardhouse. Which one's the guardhouse? Yeah, Johnny. You're falling behind on your label. All right, all right. I'm, I'm making this stuff up as I go along. Cut <laughs> me some slack. Uh, all right, all right. Two is the stable. Three is the alchemy shop. Okay. And where is the uh, guardhouse? All right, and the guardhouse will be number four. It'll be, yep, up on the sort of north end of town. Across the bridges? Yeah, on this sort of little island thing in the river. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, we'll stroll over there. Yeah. The streets are pretty well lit from the lit lamps that are lining the laneway. And as you approach the guardhouse, you can see there is a guard standing out front. Yeah, so we'll approach the guard and be like, Hi, we were looking for the alchemy shop and the door was wide open and there was nobody inside. But it looked like some of the stuff had been smashed up and we were just a little concerned. Alchemy shop? Oh, um... I, there's still merchandise in there? I don't think anybody's been running that shop for... Oh, as long as I can remember. What? Why not? Why not? What happened to them? Oh, I suppose they just went out of business or something. Uh, must have been, must have been quite a while ago. Uh, so then that stuff does. You know what? Never mind. Yeah, we're good. All right, thanks. <laughs> we walk away. <laughs> when we were in the alchemy shop, did it look like old and deserted? Like were the reagents still fresh? Uh, it appeared to be fairly fresh. Uh, it didn't look like it was closed down for a long time. There were plants that were not dead. There was no, like, layer of dust on everything. Uh, you would probably think, just by looking at it, that it had been in business very recently. Maybe even today. Hmm. Well, as we're walking back, she kind of... I'll, she bounces off the ethical ramifications of just taking things from this shop <laughs> off of Sidriel and Kendra. What do they think? I think Kendra and I should maybe go check on Ozil and Stormak, and Flora does whatever she thinks is right. Mm. <laughs> Moral dilemma. Yeah, no, she uh, she's not cool being by herself. She's not a leader. She's still a, a squire. She's going to go with you back to the end. No, you were a knight, Flora, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise, but um, <laughs> I completely understand where your fucking head's at, because this town's fucking weird. Yeah, this is weirding me out. 
She wouldn't she wouldn't go wandering off on her own. She's been, spent too long in Ravengrow. Weird fucking human towns. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll relay what we saw to Dormac and Ozel. Dormac's unconscious. We tell Ozel with Stormac in the room. <laughs> if he if he's awake. You guys bust in the room. Oh, yeah. Oh. They're cuddling. <laughs> he's nice and tucked. Would you would you like a blessing from Phrasma? Like what did you find in town? Lower your voice. I see you, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> She's about to bark. Jump on you. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Squiggles. Mrs. Squiggles. Come here. Come here. Come here. I love you. <laughs> what? Was that a mouse noise? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe. Quiet. What did you find? <sighs> this place is just as weird as Raven Growth, if not weirder. They. The alchemy shop was empty. But the door was open, and when we went to tell the guard about it, he acted like it had been empty forever. Did you loot the place? N- no. What? Did your hand turn red? <laughs> she looks at her hands. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Must have not been fine to loot the place. Okay. Sidril, where's Kendra? Right here. She's with us, right? Yeah, she would be with you. You, you okay, Russell? Yeah, <laughs> we need to get your eyes checked. <laughs> uh, well, old, old eyes. It's very dark in here. It's just candlelight. Shh, <laughs> quiet candle. All right. What, what is it, Russell? I don't know. Seems like things are very weird around here. We have to make sure that our uh, brother Stormak gets through this disease here soon. And did you guys find the potions necessary to heal him? Well, we got a little distracted. I I think maybe we should go back in the morning. Okay, well, lock your doors. Maybe keep watch. I'll watch over this one. He gestures over his shoulder like you do when you're gesturing towards somebody who's sleeping as you're in a huddle. Mm-hmm. Secret huddle. <laughs> Secret huddle! <laughs> oh, God damn it. I knew that was the only thing. I thought about it too just as soon as he said yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so we all head to bed. Yes? Off to bed. Lock your doors. Seems right. I'm going to spend some time, because it's still relatively early. I'm going to grab some scrolls. I'm going to do two scrolls of gravity bow. Okay. Uh, So here are the uh, spellcraft checks for that. That's uh, a (laughs) 20-something-something. Nailed it. (laughs) Not 20 on the dice. That's a 30. Ooh, that's not going to be enough. Gravity bow is like a 30... Level spell. Yeah, but on account of suck it, that's Oops. <laughs> Yeah, alright, you got me there. I got the suck it clause in my contract. Uh, and then 18 on the next one, so that's a 28. Uh, so uh, that'll be two damn. scrolls of gravity bow in the bank. Alright, sounds good. Is there anything else anyone wants to do before hitting hay, retiring for the night? I'm gonna brush Daisy, it's been a while. Then I'm going to bed. Nice. You find one tick. Ah, fuck. 
one g- a singular tick in April, yeah. you obviously do not own a dog. But it's like a medium-sized creature. <laughs> <laughs> it's tick season, bro. Yeah, that's fair. You should have her roll a fucking D100 to find how many ticks she finds. <laughs> All right, well, you guys get some sleep. Daisy gets brushed. She loves it. <laughs> find one massive tick and destroy it, presumably. Uh, Old River curls up next to Stormac and doesn't get to sleep for a while because he's just staying up, staring at him, looking worrisome. And you wake up the next morning. I believe we were promised a delicious breakfast. That's true. Yeah. Well, before we get into any of that, I would like a fortitude save from Stormac, please. Let's just get that out of the way. Natural one for a seven. Oh my goodness. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna slap oh, you with a hero card. No. Oh. And force you to re-roll that. Yes. Reroll it. Yes. Good job remembering your triggers. Thanks, Meg. <laughs> um, that's a Slappy with 16 it. this time. Fucking nailed it. It's yeah. a 10 for a 16. All right. Yeah. Well, that's one successful save in the bank. You failed the last one, right? I've been failing all of them. Yep. Well, it takes two consecutive saves, I'll tell you right now. You need one more. However, you do not take any more damage today. There you go, John. That's for you. Oh, that's that's the card you played. Okay. The yeah. Demon's Lantern. Um, Ryan, if uh, if you wouldn't mind. The swamp with a hand sticking out of the swamp, T2 style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely T2 three style. dancing lights, green, blue, red. And there's a key in the chaotic evil position. And I think as you succeed on the re-roll, the hand turns from like grasping into a thumbs up as it yeah. sinks into the bog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> as it sinks into the fucking swamp. Uh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and you know what? While we're at it, or in the Heracard mood, why don't Stormac and Osol both take a Heracard for that roleplay that almost made me cry? Yeah. No, that was real. Yeah, shit could be real. I mean, it, it is real. Um, it is real? Oh. It's <laughs> a hot button topic. Ooh, cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> I drew the unicorn beautiful unicorn sitting in a lawn with a pear is impaled upon its horn. There's a small bite out of the pear and there is a crown in the chaotic good position. That's that's cool. I I drew this um, I drew the trumpet, I think, which is super dope. There's this like angel with the like classic god halo around it uh, that you usually see in Christian mythology and uh, this gray humanoid figure um, wearing robes with a spear I would imagine and a giant trumpet with the shield in the lawful good position 
Good shit. Oh, the crown lets you re-roll, too. So if you fail your next one, you can throw your crown at it. Yeah, I was just looking at it. Nice. King of the re-rolls. I'll keep that in Perfect. mind. Oh, Stormak, you're not feeling great, but you're not feeling any worse this morning. For once. Everyone else feels wonderful. Oh, good. Stormak still feels bad about his decisions, and uh, he wakes up earlier than Ozil. He went to bed earlier than Ozil. And um, perhaps when Ozil wakes up, he finds Stormak praying to him. His own gods, uh, quietly, in Dwarven. Ah, uh, Stormak. I didn't take you necessarily for a religious man, but, uh, good morning. I presume you waited till he was done praying, uh, but yeah, he'll, he'll stand up and... Good morning, Father Ozil. Yeah, I would not have interrupted you. <laughs> he was like, hey, how's it going? So rude. That would have sucked, yeah. Yes, good morning. Uh, how do you feel? Do you, do you feel better? Uh, he doesn't look like he feels any better, but he says, uh, yes, thank you. Um, Mechanically, I guess, is what Father Ozil is asking is... Would you like me to remove some of that ability point drain? Like, where are we at? Or damage? Sorry, not drain. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's still certainly damaged. Yep, he would have healed one of each ability uh, just from a good night's rest. And he can get back whatever else Ozil can heal if he throws him a little Lester Rester. I, I can do that. When I would have saw... Stormak praying to his god, I would have also got down and prayed to Phrasma and maybe prepped, let's say, two lesser restorations for the day. Okay. So that I can deal with that. Mechanically, I don't know how you want me to deal with that uh, necessarily. What do you mean? Where, where are you at? Where are you at, Ryan? Uh, what do I got to hit you with? Why don't you spend both of them? Okay, let me spend both of them. That's fine. I'm going to roll 2d4, and you tell me when I get close. Hey, that's a 2. <laughs> and that's a 3. Nice. Sounds good. How do we look? <laughs> <laughs> you guess we're at... Huh? What do you mean? What do you, what do you, what what? Do you want? Like, is that, is that how you answer the phone? You got some rat. No, I just mean, like, you got Surat, made him laugh a bunch. Uh, no, I say, hello, this is Surat with Madrone. How can I, uh, direct your call? <laughs> Do you direct calls from your cell phone? Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. We only have one landline at the office. Mm. For, like, five people. So it's like me throwing a, uh, a cordless phone around the office. Yeah. The office is only about the size of, like, <laughs> a bedroom. Yeah. So it's really it's funny. funny. Very professional. I mean, professional enough. I have a logo. Okay, <laughs> so we get up and we get our breakfast. Our promised breakfast. Bring on the savory crepes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alright, yeah, you guys come down. And you see Petunia there at the bar. She's 
drinking a cup of coffee and kind of staring off in the distance. She notices you all and she's like, Oh, welcome. Come on down. Uh, there's, there's coffee ready and um, there, there's some toast if you like, if you're, if you're hungry. She points to a plate with like 10 slices of toast on it. Toast? Oh, okay. Was continental? The shittiest continental breakfast I've ever seen. <laughs> Just coffee and toast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I would have maybe made something more. I've just had the worst time getting out of bed this morning. Raises her cup of coffee and smiles. They don't even have yogurt. Where's that <laughs> mayonnaise? It's hard to tell. They don't even have a yogurt. <laughs> maybe a banana? Is everything okay? You seemed a little distracted last night as well. Oh yeah, everything's just fine, sweetheart. Uh, just a slow morning. Bit of the old bean juice to get the day going. I'll be bright as rain. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm to uh, uh, on it, but now that I mean, they judge your coffee. Um, you know anything about the potion shop across the way? The, uh, whatever the hell it's called. The phony orb. Yeah, that one. The phony orb. Oh, that's what that used to be called. Yeah, I, I kind of I remember that place. Uh, what, what about it? You know when they open? Oh, I don't think they've been open for quite some time. Uh, as far as I can remember, uh, they probably won't be opening again. I, I don't think anybody works there, come to think of it. Oh, what, what happened? You know, I'm not quite sure. It must have been so long ago, I just can't really remember the reason. I, they must have just packed up and gone to do their business somewhere else, as far as I can tell. Laura has the suspicious fry look on her face, and she pops a toast in her mouth and walks out the door. <laughs> Sense motive. Okay, that's not strange at all. No further questions. <laughs> you want to roll sense motive? I would love to if I can. Uh, sure. Why not? Go for it. Oh, that's a good fucking roll. Now 18 on the die, plus a fucking <laughs> plus two is a 20. Yeah, it seemed like she had a hard time remembering and she had to think about it for a minute, but you don't think she's lying at all. Seems like she's telling the truth. Okay. All right, time to go looting. Yeah, for yeah. real. All right, let's go looting. If the door's open... It's looting time. Okay, we ap we approach the shop. All right, yeah, you head out in the town square, and you see the alchemy shop across the way. You see a couple other people starting to open up their businesses. There's a smithy, and you see a general store, sort of like a grocery store. You say it too. Say that again. Grocery? Hmm. There was, an, there was an H in there the first time. <laughs> yeah, I caught that too. Like, grocery? Grocery. Grocery. I used to say it that way until somebody pointed <laughs> it out. Now I'm all self-conscious. You see several people running about town. Uh, you see the dwarf and the gnome from last night at the bar uh, walking through the town square, and they wave, give you a wave to Sidriel. Friendly wave. What are they up to? Friendly wave. <laughs> Looks like they're coming out of the general store and heading towards the stables. 
Reasonable. Seems all about right. All right, let's go figure out what the fuck is wrong in this potion shop. All right, you guys just walk right in. Yep, stomp on in. Hello, good morning. The alarms go off. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. You go in, the door swings right open. Nobody here? Do the shelves seem empty, like somebody has packed up and left, or is everything still there? Well, it kind of looks like uh, the place has been pilfered a couple times. There's stuff missing from the shelves, but it's kind of random. It doesn't really look like somebody Mm. has packed up their stuff to move away or anything like that. Well, we will also take some things off the shelves. Yeah, what do we got? Yes, what are you looking you, for? Uh, what is there here? <laughs> is there a lesser restoration is there section? A couple of, uh, couple of removed things? Is there disease? a Google spreadsheet that uh, <laughs> has all of the things on the shelves? Quick. Why don't we have some Take luck rolls to see if whatever you're looking for is there? We are all looking. So should we all do luck rolls? You can each get a luck roll. Yay! Okay. That's a 48 from Ozil. And let's say what you're looking for before you roll it, please. Uh, Flora's looking for a cure disease. She got 77. I was also looking for a cure disease. But you failed. I think I will also be looking for a cure disease. Just in case. Yeah, we'll get the store back cured and then just having some backup sounds like a good idea. Yeah. A 74 cool. for Sidriel. Yeah, you find two potions of removed disease. Stormac, are you looking for anything? Stormac strolls over to the general store. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right on. So yeah, Stormac, you head over to the general store. General store. General General store. And when you get up there, the door opens before you can even grab for it, and a fairly young-looking half-orc with wavy black hair opens the door. He's wearing kind of like a little chef's hat and an apron. Says, oh, oh pardon me. Uh, uh, get, come on in. Uh, what, what can I do for you? Stormak is awkward. Uh, he kind of bites his lip a little bit and he says, do you provide barber services, sir? Oh, um, no, I, I don't, I don't, uh, but Vikram, oh, he's a great barber. He's just down the road to the north there, just a little bit. He, he could take care of you, no problem. Uh, thank you. And he pulls out his wave blade, and he just tosses it on the ground like it's a piece of trash, and walks away. What? Oh, And he's like, yeah, um, uh, okay, um. Uh, well, have have a nice day. He walks away. When next you see him, he has his head cleanly shaved like a monk should. Unless you want to roleplay him getting his head shaved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're able to get your head shaved uh, for maybe one silver piece. Uh, that sounds right. I don't know, I'm not a barber. But... You do that, the rest of you find the potions you're looking for. What do you do next? You said there was a back room leading off of where the smashed up stuff was, right? Yes. You want to go check that out? 
Yeah, I took the liberty of preparing Detect Undead today. Ooh. And I'm going to cast Detect Undead. That is prudent. Cool. Uh, works like um, Detect Magic 60-foot cone, concentration up to one minute per level. So up to four minutes, I can hold on to it. Nice. Uh, first round, I detect the presence of undead. Second round, I get the number of undead and the strength of the strongest undead aura. Third round, I can get the strength and location of each undead aura. Right on. Also, if there were undead, but they have recently been deceased, I can uh, pick up on that, depending on how long ago it was. Receased? <laughs> Nobody? I refuse to acknowledge that with response. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, uh, you walk towards that back room with your detect undead on, and you don't pick up any auras as you approach it. You find a sort of back stock room. Sigil. What do your elf ears see? <laughs> Nothing. That's not how ears work, Ozil. Ah, <laughs> fuck. And did you did you sleep okay? Is it so is it time for your nap? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Already, jeez. I wish I could take a nap that early. It's ten a.m. I think I read in a book somewhere half orcs sleep twenty hours a day. <laughs> exactly. This guy gets me like a cat. All right. <laughs> Next <Thanks for> story. <laughs> Everybody, give me a will save, please. Will save. Six. Eight. And. Oh, five for Daisy. Fifteen for Stormek. Ozil's sitting pretty at a nineteen. Nice. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Just checking. Just having fun. <coughs> Are you? Uh- I don't like your fun, John. So yeah, Sidril, back behind that doorway, it seems like a stock room. It's kind of a mess. There's stuff knocked off the shelves in here, too. And, uh, you know, you know, give me a perception check. Uh, 23. Nice. Okay. So you notice, other than the stuff that's knocked over, uh, there is a door that's kind of cracked open, and it's leading out to the outside and you also notice with your elf eyes and or ears (laughs) that there are several deep scratch marks in the door frame like something trying to scratch its way out or like hold on while it was being pulled out um yeah you'd probably be able to tell it does kind of look like something or somebody was holding on to the door frame and being drug outwards. There's four scratches on either sides uh, as if it were four fingers. Something very bad happened here and it went that way. Hmm. But like a long time ago probably. Oh, I mean, can we take a closer look at the scratch marks? I mean, do we see, like, any, like, fresh blood or, like, a recently broken off nail or anything around? Yuck. You do not. Well, we kind of came what we got what we came for. Is is there, like, a direction, like, uh, through foliage or anything out of the back door? Does it look like anything, like, recently, like, 
you know, knock down some grass or anything uh, in any direction. What does it look like out the back door? Uh, yeah, it's kind of just like a grassy area uh, in between residences and or businesses. Uh, it doesn't look like it gets a lot of traffic. Uh, there's like a footpath going around the building towards the front, uh, but you don't notice any drag marks or trails or anything like that. So no indication of where it left as from here right this second? Not so much. Gotcha. I'm a little hesitant about how much we want to invest in this new town. <clears throat> Do we want to get involved in a mystery here? I mean, I, mean, I suppose it depends on what is involved with it. If it's if the whispering way is involved, it might be prudent. That's a good point. It's true. They have traveled through here. And we They're... are trying to stop them. But it does not mean that they are not on the way that we are going, either. Could be... could be useful. Try to find them here. But I feel like they might be everywhere. Could be more dangerous to try to stop them here than it is to... do what we are doing and deliver our package, our valuable package, up to the college in Lepizad. Maybe we should continue our mission. And as a side note, uh, check back in here when it seems appropriate. Un- unless this town is just wiped off the map. Yeah, hey, where's where's Stormac? I believe he is at the general store. Um, from there, why don't we cut back to Stormac? Stormac, you went to the barber and got your head shaved, right? Yep, Chrome Dome. Alright, and on the way there, following the Half-Orc's directions, the Half-Orc's directions, it was fairly easy to find, uh, but you kind of noticed that almost all the other businesses are, were closed up or not open for business. You didn't see a lot of people, maybe two people along the road on your way there, and it seems like a lot of empty houses and stuff. Okay. And so, from there, is your plan to just go back and meet up with everyone else? Yeah. Alright, you do that, and uh, what is everyone's plan from there? Well, I guess as he walks up, we all go, Whoa! Nice haircut! Thank you, Flora. We got you this. She holds out a potion. (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen times the charm. (laughs) Alright. Fifteen times the charm. You get uh, two of them. What is this now? I think it's supposed to make you feel better. Oh. Okay, thank you, Flora. And he takes it from her. He's careful to only touch the bottle and not, like, brush hands with her or anything like that. Maybe a little more awkward than he normally is. But he receives the potion, uncorks it, drinks it, rolls an 11 with a plus 5 for a 16. Fuck yes. Ooh. It's goddamn about time. I wasn't looking, and I thought you were going to stop at 11. I was like, oh no. Yeah, going to cry. 
Yeah, so Stormak, you start to feel almost instantly better. The rashes and sores on your arms and belly and chest all disappear. Your skin stops being so clammy. Your fever goes away. Your stomach isn't queasy anymore. Your muscles stop aching. You might be cured, you think. My god, Stormak, the color has returned to your face. Looks like the strength has returned to your hand. Grasp your sword. Oh, wait. You're a monk. <laughs> Grasp your wave blade. Uh, he no longer has the wave blade sheathed at his waist, but he still does have the short sword of Vessian Hawkrin. Um, and he gives kind of a false smile, and he says, Thank you, friends. And then he says in Dwarven, Thank you, all Father Torag and all Brother Grundinar. And he's standing there, a hand on the hilt of Vessian Hawkrin's short sword looking about the town a little bit. He says, well, shall we be on our way? Yes, this town is fucking crazy. Uh, we better get the fuck out of here before. Who knows what happens? <sighs> Let's be on our way as quick as we can. Quick, to the Calistogas. <laughs> quick, quick, run, run. <laughs> yep, when you uh, head down that way, you see the gnome and the dwarf that you met last night are leaving the stables with their horses. It looks like they're getting ready to head out of town. They give you a nod and a smile. They seem friendly enough. Safe travels. Aye, and you as well. You head over to the stables and go in, and yeah, that boy is sitting there next to your wagons, leaning up against the wall. He's kind of staring off at nothing. He doesn't really notice you come in and, until you say something to him, and he's a little startled. That's a good guard. Yeah, nice and alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, the stone didn't go off, so we should be okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, here, here's an extra gold piece for your efforts. Uh, oh, thank you. You didn't uh, see anything fishy around here? Uh, not that uh, he wipes a couple of spider webs away from the guy's mouth. Uh, not that you would anyway. He says, oh, no, everything's fine. Uh, I stayed up pretty much all night. Uh, nobody came in. Nobody touched your stuff, I promise. And he's talking to you in seemingly, like, normal demeanor, but you notice that he has a steady stream of tears just rolling down his face. What's... What... What seems to be the matter, son? What do you mean? Is everything okay? While you're doing this, he's going to step around the corner, cast Detect Thoughts, and then step back around the corner. Right on. Please continue your line of questioning. Um, he will get a will save. DC 16. And he rolls a 12. Cool. He thinks, Alright, it did a great job. I'm gonna eat a nice tip, and perhaps I'll get a nice snack tonight, him. Cool. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your line of questioning. I just wanted to get the detect thoughts off while you are asking him questions. It's fine. You asked him what was wrong, he said, hey, What do you mean? I see a mournful tear far from your eye. Just trying to 
and make sure that everything's okay. Oh yeah, no, I'm fine. Everything's good. Uh, thanks for the tip, by the way. Uh, I'm gonna have a good dinner tonight. Hmm, it's fair. Everyone should eat good every night. I, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, lad. Yep, this place gave me the creeps. So, did, like, the thought of him crying not even cross his mind when he was asked about it? Yeah, he seemed kind of surprised at the question, and uh, he was like, what, what do you mean? Uh, it's almost like he didn't even realize that he was crying. Um, I assume that's not a knowledge check that I can roll, I imagine. It's just weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah, okay. Nature? Heal? <laughs> Nature? Can I roll a heal? Yeah, I don't know, like, in Arcana, is it like, is, is there some kind of, like, is there like an enchantment that might be? I'm thinking, like, you know, like nursing? Roll a knowledge nursing? <laughs> knowledge psychotherapy? Roll a yeah. knowledge fucking doctor on this guy and uh, see what happens. Okay, it's weird to mention it. All right, moving on. Let's go. Yep. Let's just go. Let This place is creeping me out. DC 15, sense motive to uh, sense enchantment, or DC 25, sense motive to see if someone's dominated. There you go. Do, did anyone do sense motive on him already? Or was that... Not that. That was the innkeeper we did sense motive on. I didn't, but I, I'll, I'm going to roll it now. That is a... Uh, eleven. <laughs> Do I have, I have a plus four? Let's see. Nailed it. Oh, that's a twenty-two. There you go. Yeah, with that roll, it he doesn't appear to be under any kind of enchantment or domination effects. Uh, he was acting pretty normal, except for the tears. Except for the constant stream of tears running down his face that he didn't even realize. Hmm. Okay, bye. Yeah, see you later. Um, let's keep rolling. You come back out in the town square uh, with your horses and stuff. You see petunias across the way waving at you. Seems nice and cheerful. Thank you. Oh, take care of yourself, darling. Sorry, how much was that room? I don't think I charged myself. All right, so you head north out of town. Is that what I'm hearing? Along the road. All right, you head across the town square, past the two wells in the center, past the married caterpillar with Petunia out there waving you off, and head north. Oh, she's waving people off? Oh, you didn't say that. Gross. (laughs) It's a joke. That was, that was a stretch, Surat. <laughs> come on. Come in. <laughs> and as you're heading north, you notice that, like there's barely anyone out and about. Uh, a lot of the businesses don't look open. You look down at the intersection, down two ways, like the roads are empty. Like, I'm curious, and I feel like there's things probably that we could do, but I also have this weird sense of, like, urgency to get our original task done before we get off task. You know what I mean? So, you head towards the north exit of town, past the guardhouse, there's still one guard standing out front of it, and on your way out, you 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 see maybe one person who, like, is sweeping their porch, but other than that, it's pretty empty. 
And yeah, as you leave town and cross the bridge over the Motray River, heading north, there's just that eerie gust of wind blowing through the quiet town, and you can almost hear the sound of somebody humming or singing a melancholy tune back in Cortad. And yeah, maybe once you get back up into the foothills of the Tusk Mountains, maybe you could even see the city of Leopardstad off in the distance. And that's where we're going to leave it off for this week. I wonder if I'm trying to decide if Flora would have this same thought. Because they, the Whispering Way was gathering people from Clover's Crossing as ghouls and taking them with them. So I'm wondering... Yeah, she might be kind of muttering to herself as they as they drive the carts along. I'm just, I wonder if all of these abandoned homes are people that have been turned to ghouls and taken elsewhere, but then why wouldn't anyone else know? Mutter, 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 mutter. I'm sure it's fine, Flora. You couldn't have a town named Kuntad and have all of them be missing. It was There were so many right? more people last time. It's like a ghost town now. Roll credits. not flat, buddy. Why is there a dick on this tower? Every tower. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was distracted yeah, but, by was not there nipple mirror. Nipple mirror. <laughs> I just I saw that. I don't know who did that. <laughs> oh, there's a teeny little white dick in this other one, too. <laughs> I guess that's fair.